Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about Justin Fields being named as the NFC Player of the Week, Offensive Player of the Week. And then we're also going to talk about and ask the question, how many thousand-yard rushers will the Bears have at the end of the season? And then go over two key offensive stats uh, that could play big a big part in the game against the Lions. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So, Justin Fields, as many of you guys have known right now, after a record-setting week and after breaking a Mike Vick record, is named as the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. This is what very well-deserved. Shout-out to Justin Fields for what he was able to accomplish Rushing for 178 yards, rushing 301 total yards um, from the field and four touchdowns and a loss against Miami. But nonetheless, because of that performance, he definitely has deserved and earned being named as the player of the week. And this has been a really great week for Justin Fields overall. You know, me and Bobby said on yesterday's daily episode, while it doesn't matter as much what the national media says or does not say or uh, recognizes or does not recognize at the end of the day, the national media is kind of filled with a bunch of fools, but it does feel good to just hear your quarterback talked about uh, greatly, and I think uh, Justin Fields as well, like to just hear the just recognition that his growth and development is getting uh, around the the world right now, right? Around the whole league, around all pundits, things like that. I'm sure it feels good and hopefully it goes well into building the confidence of Justin Fields because we're going to need it. The steady growth of Justin Fields was what this season was about. Coming into the season, we're seeing the fruition of that for sure. Michael Vick even commenting, of course, after after one of his records being broken, was going to be asked about it. He said this uh, to the Chicago Tribune. It's always bittersweet when those records get broken, but that's what it's all about. The next generation doing it just a little bit better. And said this specifically about Justin Fields. I've watched Justin Fields play about five or six games. I see him growing and getting better each and every week, playing with a lot of confidence. I see the guys rallying around him, and they don't always get the results they want, but it's certainly a team that has a lot of room to grow. Justin is only going to get better. And that's something we all know, right? Every every Bears fan knows it. Uh, the world is starting to take notice of it as well. And, you know, it is what it is. Justin Fields is in an elite category when you look at the way he's able to, to run with the ball and decision-making. It, it's he's, he's playing great right now. We're seeing a quarterback go from a young uh, quarterback with a lot of potential and, and a prospect to one that, that, that it's all starting to come together for. And as that continues to grow in his game, it just feels good that we're going to have a franchise quarterback in Justin Fields. But with that being said, Justin Fields breaks a rushing record last season. I wanted to get into this, and this is an interesting conversation to have, is that um, Justin Fields right now leads the Chicago Bears with 602 yards rushing overall. Khalil Herbert is behind him with 586, and then David Montgomery with 397. So right now, Justin Fields is on pace to have a hundred and uh, I'm sorry, 1,137 rushing yards this season. And we know either Khalil Herbert or David Montgomery is probably going to pass that mark as well with the way they've been able to run the ball so far this season. So how many thousand yard rushers could the Chicago Bears have this upcoming season? 
Could it be both Fields and Herbert? Could just uh, to, could David Montgomery take a big leap and have just a huge game in which he also goes into and eclipses 500 yards rushing as well? With seven games left on the I'm sorry, eight games left on the schedule for the Chicago Bears, they have every opportunity to do so, right? Could we have? I doubt we're going to have 3,000 yard rushers on this team. Highly doubt that. That would I'm sure that would probably be NFL record. We're probably guaranteed to have to have at least two, and that's just it's crazy how potent the Bears rushing attack has been and the passing attack hopefully is, is close to catching up right as being a, a valid weapon for this team when you look at the additions of Chase Claypool and how this team is also just growing and Justin Fields is growing as a quarterback as well uh the, the Bears rushing attack has been one of the best in the league well the best in the league overall and so with that being said Fields is only second in rushing by quarterbacks behind Lamar Jackson who has 635 um, so Justin Fields very well could be uh, a thousand yard rusher this season, but our rushing attack is going to be something transitioning into the last topic for today is going to be something huge in the game against the Lions. When you look at the Lions, they are averaging, allowing five rushing yards per attempt. They are the second worst rushing defense in the league, allowing 148 yards per game. Now Detroit, even though they are one of the worst rushing, uh, teams in the league, They've only allowed 200-plus yard performances all season. That's by Rashad Penny and uh, Stevenson. So with that being said, I'm looking at this, this Bears team, and as we get closer to the game, we'll do our predictions, everything like that. The rushing attack is going to be one of the key things against this D Detroit Lions defense that the Bears can exploit early and often. They're going to have to set the tone running the ball very uh, early in this game. And if they can do so, if they can get into those second and short situations by having big, big rushing yards right away, right on that on the on the opening of of each drive, this is going to be. I'm, I've steered away from just flat out predicting Bears wins, Bears losses because we know how how much it can go up and down for the Chicago Bears. But their rushing attack alone in this game could be what seals the game for the Chicago Bears. They're going to have to establish that run early. It shouldn't be too hard against this team that has. Uh, that allows five yards per attempt. That is crazy. So we're looking for this team to set that tone rushing early. But outside of that, the vertical passing from the from the, the Lions defense, right? And the fact that we now have a wide receiver in Chase Claypool who can take the top off defenses. The Detroit Lions are, are allowing a league worse uh, target depth of 9.3 yards. So that means that if you push the ball vertically against the Detroit Lions, you find success. And then they're also allowing 12.2 yards after the catch. This is going to be and could be a big game for the receiving core of the Chicago Bears. And when you look at Clay Shapel, uh, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney in this one, right? Cole Komet also being worked into and, and, and being a receiver there. What, which one of the third wide receivers steps up big for the Chicago Bears in this game? Does Pettis have a big, a big game? This is going to be a day and a game in which the Bears' offense, with the improvement that it made, could have a huge night. And maybe one of the highest scoring games of the Chicago Bears season so far if the Bears execute well on the offensive line and continue the growth that we've seen from them so far in this season, especially over the last couple of weeks. While by no means I'm not saying that we're just going to come in and dog walk the Detroit Lions, which I would love for us to do, coming in, right, and that and 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 having those advantages offensively that we already know on paper, if we can execute them and take them from paper into reality, this is going to be a game where the Bears offense may just look like the most optimal version of the offense we've seen all season long. Could that be could that be what we see? 
this upcoming Sunday against the Detroit Lions, could we see the Chicago Bears offense completely take off and just look unstoppable against a Lions defense that, while hasn't been putrid, is not good. It's just not a good defense. It's not a good defense. Can we take advantage of that? We're averaging right now 20.8 points per game. We're 21st in the NFL in that. And the, the Lions are averaging 23 and a half. They're 12th in the NFL in that. So this is a game, right, where our rushing attack, is it, it needs to be on point every step of the way. Needs to be on point. The Detroit Lions are allowing 29.3 points per game, which is 32nd in the NFL. We're averaging 20. We're allowing 24, which is 21st. So, and we, we both the worst rushing attacks in the league. We're 30th, they're 31st. And the, the Lions are 29th in passing defense as well. I'm telling you, this is a time in the, the Bears coming in this right now. They're 0-2 against the NFC North this season. They could very well get their first NFC North victory. And the offense could look the best that it has all season long against the Detroit Lions. We've averaged 31.3 points per game. The last three games has the Chicago Bears offense. This is a game where we're set up to take advantage. All of our strengths are set to take advantage of the Detroit Lions' weaknesses. We need to be locked in this game. We cannot overlook this game at all. The Bears, the defense, right? That's definitely going to be one of the keys against this. Which Bears defense shows the hell up? Hell, does the defense show the hell up at all? Does it show up? Because if it does, if it does, then we definitely can win this game. Now, coming in, to week 10. The Bears right now are 21st in the league in points per game. We're 32nd in passing offense, now averaging 125 yards per game passing. We are number one in 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 rushing offense, and we're 23rd in total offense, averaging 321 yards per game. We are 10th in the league now in third down conversions, converting on 43.44% of our third down. In red zone scoring, we are now 16th in the league. We are 31st in the league in sacks allowed, which you can expect that. And tied for seventh in turnover. This offense has been clicking on all cylinders and growing so much over the last few weeks. And we hopefully we can we continue seeing that growth. Now the defense, we're trending worse. We're 21st in points allowed. We're averaging allowing 24 points per game is our defense. Our passing defense is 10th in the league, only allowing 200 yards per game. Our rush defense is 30th. Our total defense is 18th. I said before coming into the season, this Bears defense could get up to number 10. I don't know now with the uh, with us losing Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith in this one. Our third down conversion rate, we're 31st in the league. We have to stop teams from converting. We're allowing teams to convert at a 50% rate on third down conversion. And we're 29th in the league in sacks, 8th in takeaways. While this team has showed significant growth on the offensive end, we're showing slides on the defensive end. Can we get a game in which it meets in the middle against the Detroit Lions where the team is riding so much momentum, even coming off a loss, we still are riding tons of momentum right now. Can the Bears do that? Can we can we execute well enough to defeat the Detroit Lions? I think we can. Let me know what you guys think on everything down below. Now, while I did say that that was the last topic for today, I do want to get into one thing before we leave, and that's Velius Jones. Coming in with so much promise, right? Especially now when you look at Velius not even being available. Um, they, they didn't make him available. They basically set him down, just did not allow him to play. Is this the worst pick? That Ryan Poles has had. And should he have gone other places with this pick? Velius already come in, came in with a lot of doubt over just his age alone. And he came in 
really not running away from that, saying, well, it's not going to stop him from running past people. It's not going to stop him from getting past people. His speed was something that we all thought would be a bigger impact for the Chicago Bears, whether it be in the in the special teams or just as a receiver. But Valius Jones has not settled into any role for this Bears team. He, he's, 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 he's messed up as a punt returner. He's phased out in the special teams at all. We damn sure can't trust him on the offensive end as Dropsy Jones, as we've labeled him, has just failed in almost every facet of what's been expected from him. It's, it's disappointing, but let's not write it out on the rookie yet, right? He's a rookie. Yes, they made him inactive. Yes, that's not a good sign. Let me be clear here. That's not a good sign overall for him and, what, and where the Bears front office and coaching staff sees him. He must also be showing some bad things in practice as well. But I'm not ready to write it off, write Velius Jones off completely quite yet. I, everybody loves a good redemption story, right? And maybe Velius can be that redemption story for the Chicago Bears and maybe, just maybe he gets back on the field at some point this season. Let me know. Do you think Velius Jones should or will get another chance on the field for the Chicago Bears this season? And if he does not, do you think they cut him? Do you think they allow him to come into next season still on the roster if he remains on the inactive list for the rest of the season? Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. I'll probably also put it in the community tab. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail to sound off on any of these topics or anything for our Friday mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, go Bears. Love you guys. And bear down, man. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.